This podcast is a production of East Texas Broadcasting. Find more at EastTexasRadio.com. Welcome to Red River Valley Today, a public service of East Texas Broadcasting, where we talk about people who make this a great place to live. Here's your host, Eric Kaufman. My guest today is Savannah Abbott, Director of Marketing and Communications for... Okay, wait. Now wait. (laughs) Hold up. Paris Regional Health. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Uh, and it's a funny story because, I don't know, what was it, two weeks ago, you, you say I really need, to, uh, we're going to do an interview on when, uh, Wednesday, you gave the day, 3.30, whatever. But uh, it was like a TBA. It was secret. Mm-hmm. Usually you, like, yes. hit me up with who it's going to be and what we're going to talk about, and I get bullet points the whole nine yards. And this was very nondescript. And then I got this press release, Paris <laughs> Regional Medical Center announces rebranding initiative, and then Savannah emails me and is like, surprise, I'm your guest because we're going to talk about this. Yes, I thought it was great. So, well, yeah, surprise, it's me. Um, how, how long? Uh, how long did you guys work on this before we get into the nuts and bolts of the change? Yeah, so um, we actually were approached by um, a team of people at I call it our corporate office. Um, in settings like this, they like to be referred to as the HSC the health support center, but most people will know that um, LifePoint Health is our parent company. So it's easier in, in public forums to refer to them as our corporate office because that's, um, you know, that makes more sense to people. So they approached us and let us know that they were going to be rebranding LifePoint Health as a whole from um, the headquarters standpoint. So um, it came out about mm, almost a year ago that um, LifePoint had acquired Kindred Health, which is a big health system, um, and they were going to be, you know, joining the LifePoint Health family. And with an acquisition like that comes a lot of, of reorganization and restructuring. I mean, that's just a given. So it was kind of the perfect time for them to bring to fruition this vision that they had to rebrand LifePoint Health and to eventually roll it out enterprise-wide. Um, just to create unity across the brand. So LifePoint Health actually is a very, very large company. I think they're around like $11 billion. Um, wow. don't, don't quote precisely on that. Yeah. They have somewhere around 60 um, acute care hospitals like ours, similar to ours. And then um, also now they have these 50 additional facilities after merging with Kindred. So it's a really large operation, a really large system, but you wouldn't really know it because all of the facilities are, um, you know, more community-based hospitals like ours, and they're branded individually. So they've been acquired over time, and there's no unity within that branding. Um, so it really doesn't create that, that sole identity which is what they're trying to achieve with this. So they approached us, that's a long way around to give you the background and tell you that they approached us and let us know that um, of all those 100-plus facilities and 60-plus acute care hospitals, um, they chose Paris Regional Medical Center to be the flagship hospital for the rebrand. So, um, of course, you know, my first reaction was, wow, that's awesome. I mean, it it could have been anyone, and you all chose us, which – obviously shows their dedication and their investment um, to our facility. But caught on the heels of that was, wow, this is going to be a lot. <laughs> right. Um, it's a lot of work. There's a lot that goes along with that, but it's really exciting. Um, and I know change can be a little difficult to embrace. 
suit. We get comfortable. Um, we like our Apple Tower, which is a part well, of our listen, listen. Show. You kind of buried the lead as far as I think one question that some people will ask was one that popped into my head when I looked at the new logo and you explained at the beginning, actually answered the question was, you know, with the Paris regional uh, logo, it was kind of had a Paris tilt to the logo with the, you know, the uh, kind of a salute to the Eiffel Tower. And when I saw this, I I thought, but when you said this was going to be a life point wide thing, well, then that makes total sense. Uh, And and it kind of, uh, do you feel like that when people know that, that it kind of empowers it, that this is not an independent operation somewhere? And I guess, did y'all ever run into that at all? Yeah, I mean, it's not really, I guess, a widely known thing. And not because we don't discuss it, it's just LifePoint Health isn't, you know, a local operation here. So a lot of people just aren't aware. They're headquartered out of Brentwood, Tennessee, which is right outside of Nashville. Um, and it just, this is, this is what they're trying to achieve, is making that more known, you know, bringing visibility to that. So um, I've, I've heard Steve say before that it's never, um, you know, really the best option to be a lone ranger in healthcare. Right, yeah, exactly. And, Right, and what he means by that is, you know, being a part of LifePoint, we are a part of this huge network of of resources um, and knowledge and, and skills that have greatly benefited our facility. Um, also, things that we announce, um, you know, each year, big changes that we make, like our ED renovation, emergency department, um, our labor and literacy unit that's being completely remodeled right now the cath lab equipment um, and software that's being upgraded, which is a $4.2 million investment just for that equipment. Those are all um, capital projects that would not be happening without that backing of our parent company, LifePoint Health. Right. So uh, it's a huge, 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 um, you know, beneficial partnership that we're in. It's a huge asset for our community just the um, advancements that we are able to make here in Paris um, and bring that care to the local level. Listen, and with that, with my only concern about this, which if you read the full press release, there's nothing to be concerned about, but one of the things that I really loved about this was the brand promise, great care lives here, because then that kind of brings it back home again. Yes. And that's, you know, that's the whole um, model of LifePoint. So especially, you know, before the, the merger with Kindred, um, all of their hospitals were community-based facilities. Mm-hmm. So they're not in, you know, major metropolitan areas, the vast majority of them. It's community similar to ours. Um, and, and, you know, making those investments and advancing that care delivery on the community level. Um, because they realize how important that is. And that's our goal here is to always continue to improve and to bring the highest quality care we can to people right here in our community. So that's where the promise Great Care Lives Here comes from. Um, obviously, that's something that we work, you know, even before that was labeled our brand promise, that's something we work toward every day is fulfilling right. that promise that Great Care Lives Here um, and, and delivering that and making it accessible to people without them having to go elsewhere um, for the services that we offer. Well, and honestly, it's not too far from a thread that you can find through all of the interviews that I have done with uh, hospital staff, you know, for the last two years, uh, is that 
you know, somewhere in the conversation we say either how did you get to Paris or how long have you been in Paris or, I mean, this is what this is what we do. And this is what, you know, is a challenging job that should become less challenging as Paris grows and it's growing like crazy right now uh, yeah. to find, you know, other doctors and, and, uh, and, and do take on new uh, ventures there at the hospital, providing services that people might otherwise have to drive a little bit for. And that's just been an ongoing thing that's driven y'all, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we're always, you know, recruiting and looking to add where we can. Um, a perfect example is um, the opportunity we had to partner with Dr. Joseph Crusoe earlier this year and bring yep. him on board. So that added vascular surgery to our list of services, which is something that we were not um, able to provide before him coming on board our team with uh, Paris Healthcare Group. So we're always working to try to, you know, continue to grow and evolve and advance. Um, you know, while also fulfilling a promise of delivering great care with what we do currently have to offer. Will there be new signage at the hospital? Of course, there's nothing that the logos, the old logos, not even on the actual hospital itself. Will there be something that they're going to try to do to to put this brand on the hospitals and the facilities? Yes. So. Yeah. You, if you go to our website, there's a picture of the front of our hospital on it, and you'll see, you know, you might not have really paid attention to it or noticed it before, but we do have Paris Regional Medical Center um, on the outside of the top of the hospital, and it lights up at night. It's blue during the day, and it's um, white and illuminated at night when the sun goes down. So that will change out, you know, because our name isn't going to be Paris Regional Medical Center anymore. Um, and then you'll see the new logo incorporated uh, in a lot of places, externally and also on the interior of the hospital. Um, and I say, you know, it's a big undertaking because when you sit down to try to make a list of every single thing you can possibly think of that's going to have to change, which is what I have to do because that's my job, um, you realize that our name and our logo are in a lot more places than than you just think of on a daily basis. I and mean, we have banners hanging in all the local gymnasiums and on baseball fields and football right. fields, and, you know, different sponsorships and, and uh, ways we support local schools and different businesses. We have an ad on the window of the Paris Metro bus. I mean, it's just, you know, we're a community hospital. We're rooted in the community. We're invested in the community. And therefore, um, our, our name and our information is all over the place. So, the first changes that you will see will be on the outside of the hospital. That'll kind of be the uh, jumping off point for, for, for visual and tangible changes uh, at the hospital. And we're hoping that that'll, uh, the installation will begin sometime maybe um, end of December, early January. We're starting this at an interesting time because we have the holidays uh, quickly yeah. approaching. That creates a lot of delay with you know manufacturing, with installation, because it's the holidays and people want to be with their family for those. So hopefully end of December, beginning of January, you'll see those changes start to take place. But we wanted to go ahead and make the announcement this week in conjunction with Life Point's announcement uh, because we felt it was, it was important to begin the discussion and let this, uh, you know, kind of disperse out through the community, have these chats, answer any questions that we can and put everyone at ease before you're driving down a loop and you see, oh, there's a new name on the side of the hospital. Right. Well, <laughs> and, yeah, and then there's there's all the other facilities, off-campus facilities uh, around town, too, that you'll have to tend to. 
Yes. So um, aside from the hospital and our two pavilions, which technically are separate buildings, but they're connected to the hospital, we have six additional um, locations that will will be involved in this signage change out. So obviously the hospital is priority. That will go first, and then it will kind of be in phases after that. But we have several off-site uh, primary care clinics. We have the Walker Building, which houses our outpatient rehab program and um, a lot of different local providers. And then also the Robinson Building, which houses um, our auxiliary and primetime program as well as wound care. So it's it's a lot. It's a big undertaking just strictly for signage alone. And then if you've ever really walked around the inside of our hospital and paid attention, um, every single door has our logo on it. Mm-hmm. Literally every single one. Every room number, it has the room number, and then it has the Eiffel Tower. Um, So it's a lot. It's going to take time, and we want to be totally transparent about that. This will not happen overnight, Um, but but it's exciting, and we're eager to get started. Well, I think it's awesome. Uh, I really like it. I like everything about it and what it stands for. And, uh, you know, when when the dust settles from – all of the sign hanging and the logo changing, and I guess website changing too. Yeah, so our the, website. Will the domain name eventually change, but I know there'll be a long period of time where the current one will still go to the new one. Yeah, it'll forward. So, you know, nobody's going to be left in the dust and, and what do I do and where do I go? The, the current web address, once the new site goes live, will forward. Um, but the new site will reflect the new name, Paris Regional Health, so parisregionalhealth.com. Um, and, you know, our employee provider group, Paris Healthcare Group, will also change to Paris Health Group. But conveniently, uh, the URL is already parishealthgroup.com for that. So there will be no changes there. But um, everything will forward. And we'll, we'll keep the community updated on our website and through radio. media. On the radio, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right yes. here on the radio. <laughs> um, and on our social media pages, anytime, you know, as we complete a phase or, hey, here's the changes that have been implemented and have taken place, um, we will have open lines of communication. We'll be fully transparent. Being in the radio business and living through many, many format changes, I, I mean, if I was on board for the format change and it wasn't against my will, it was like some of the most exciting stuff ever to rebrand everything. It was, a, it was just good. It just felt good to do it. Yeah. And this makes sense for us. Obviously, it makes sense, um, you know, from an enterprise standpoint, echoing the um, the icon and the, the font changes and the color changes that happened with the White Point Health logo yesterday. Um, but it really makes sense on a local level, too, especially with the naming change. And that's explained in the press release that went out. But um, obviously, we're on the radio and nobody is reading a press release in front of them. So... Just to, to touch on that, you know, as, as we have grown and evolved throughout the years, uh, so has our, our reach. Um, we service an area of about 250,000 people when you combine our primary and secondary service areas together. Um, and that, that's pretty broad. And also, you know, once upon a time, we did combine to the campus that we're at now, but we also have these other, you know, six off-site locations that I just mentioned um, many of the vocations which provide a variety of services. And we're really not only a medical center anymore. We're more of a system and organization. And so that's where Paris Regional Health came from. We didn't want to 
not have Paris in the name because that that's where we are. You know, that's our community. That's where we're rooted. We did not want to let go of regional because we are a true regional hospital. Um, but medical center didn't really quite embody everything that we are today. And we just felt like Paris Regional Health um, did that more justice and also is a nod to our mission of making communities healthier because that's really what we're doing. That's exactly, that was the other good thing about this was that, you know, without fail, every healthcare professional, doctor, nurse that we've interviewed, uh, we always say, uh, especially if it's a specialist, and, and, and whatever their specialty is, is something that's bad. How can they avoid seeing you? I mean, everything. Every time we have uh, Dr. Amanda Green on, she always talks about you know ways to stay healthier. This has been so much in the forefront of everything you've been doing uh, with the whole improving community health. That just saying Paris Regional Health plus just the stipulation medical center or hospital already puts you in a bad spot. It's like, well, I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> and, you know, instead I need to, uh, you know, check out things with Paris Regional Health because they're going to make me healthier. It's just, it's just, I really, really like it a lot. We're excited. And that, yeah, and that's, you know, that's the goal. That's what we're working toward, whether it's proactive or reactive, we're here to help our community be healthier. And that's, let's, that's what it is. Uh, let's talk about some other things. Uh, uh, first of all, I really want to have Dr. Green on again pretty soon. It's been a while since I've talked to her, but I also know she's been very, very busy. <laughs> yes. We'll make it happen. Okay. Uh, because, uh, and, and I, I've been keeping up with this and at least getting on our website and in front of the DJs to talk about, uh, Walk with the Doc is going yes. on still. It is. And it is actually coming up on October 27th at 530. So we've deviated from our typical uh, you know, on a fourth Thursday of the month uh, because of Halloween. So we did this last year, too. Um, we, we changed the time, and we're doing it at 530 in the evening to try to get more um, community participation. People are a little bit more free then. Um, and also for people to have the opportunity to bring their kiddos. So and Dr. Malab from Paris Pediatric Clinic and some of his um, other colleagues from there are going to be present at the walk. Um, we're actually going to meet at the community garden. Uh, everybody is encouraged to wear a Halloween costume. I think they're going to have some prizes and special treats. And then, of course, the presentation and the walk. So that's October 27th at 530 at the community garden. And if you don't know where the community garden is, it's a great time to check it out. It is right across the street from our pavilions, which are, um, if you're looking at the front of the hospital, that are to the left to the west of the hospital. Uh, what else is coming up? Anything? Uh, what about uh, what about capital improvements there? How are all the pro- projects going? They are rolling right along. So um, we have our first cath lab back online. So we have two cardiac catheter catheterization labs, the tongue twister. Yep. Uh, we took one offline to upgrade it first so that we could keep the other one operational and still be able to provide all of those services. Um, it is back online. They are trained on the new equipment. The surgeons are loving it. We have gotten great feedback, and they are doing cases um, on the, in that lab daily. So we've taken the second one offline, 
And the hope is, and the goal right now, it seems feasible, is that it will be um, fully operational and back online by the end of the year. And we will be back to doing business at 100% with all new equipment that really is, I mean, the latest and greatest technology that you can get. So everybody's really excited. Um, that That's going great. And that's a huge, huge, huge investment for our hospital. Um Labor and delivery, that is well underway, those renovations. So, again, you know, it's not – unless you want to totally shut down a service line or a unit, which we never want to do, you have to have to do things in bites when you're remodeling a hospital. So um, they do an antepartum and a postpartum room at a time, and then once those are, are done and back online, move on to another antepartum and postpartum room. Uh, so we do have some of those complete. It is beautiful. They've, you know, got a punch list, and they're still working out some final things, just like when you build a house. But um, it's very soft and comforting and welcoming. It's uh, neutral tones with, like, a really soft blue accent. Once we have one totally finished, outfitted, and, and decorated, we will um, post that on social media for everybody to see. But it's going to be really great. And I can, you know, as somebody who has had babies, I can say I would be, I would be right at home having a baby in one of those rooms. So, yeah, it's really, it's going to be great for the community and for um, all the future moms who utilize those rooms. I started thinking about it. Is there a quiet season for babies? Uh, I don't know. Mandy might say differently. She might say, you know, yeah, there is, but I don't really know that anybody um, intentionally, you know, plans it that way. You can... (laughs) If you've ever tried to plan a pregnancy before, I mean, some, some people are fortunate and that works out. But yeah. I would say the majority of people don't doesn't exactly get planned as they as they right. expected it. <laughs> very very valid. Well, is there uh, anything else that you wanted to buy? I'm just really excited that I actually do got to do it. I don't know for those that don't that listen every Sunday. Most of the time, she identifies herself, but occasionally Savannah has popped on in the interviews with something to interjecting what we're talking about and this is the first time i've actually just interviewed only you yes it is it's my it's my first time in the hot seat so i'm always you know i'm offering up other people to do this and and they get a little panicky but i convince them (laughs) so yeah this is my first time actually being the interviewee and it's been fun i do just want to reiterate before we hop off that this branding change, the logo, the name, um, it is a change, and it's something that we're, we're embracing and we're excited about, but it does not signify any, any further change or anything bigger. There's no operational change. There's right. no ownership change. It's, it's, there's nothing else like that tied to it, and I just want to reiterate that because I know that, you know, in the past our hospital did go through a period of, of much change, and I think sometimes that can kind of trigger a little bit of, of panic or just additional questions in people, which is understandable. Mm-hmm. But this is strictly just our logo and our name, um, you know, for two purposes. One, to unify us with LifePoint Health and to really strengthen that brand, but also just to, to paint a better picture of, of who we are as a health organization right now. And, the, uh, and since we talked about it a while ago, on our, our website, and if you look in the news stories, the full press release is there and the logo, so you can oh. eyeball both, and you could read. Uh, this is a this is a great press release too, Savannah. Of course, we expect nothing less from you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they just there just haven't been that many lately, because and now we know why. Yes, yeah. So there's been a lot of things going on behind the scenes to to get this ready to announce it to everybody and. 
and now it's out and we can talk about it and answer all the questions and, you know, get everybody as excited as we are and come, you know, end of the year, beginning of next year, just expect to see a lot of changes taking place right before your eyes. And I'm going to write it on a big index card for all of my interviews because it'll probably take me a minute too, just like today. <laughs> I know. Somebody, you know, somebody said to me, It'll always be TRNC to me. And I said, well, you know, that's another reason we really thought hard about the name change. And a lot of people refer to our hospital as Paris Regional and not Paris Regional Medical Center because that's such a mouthful. Um, And with the new name, Paris Regional Health. They can still say Paris Regional. That's exactly right. So if that's all you've ever said before, then you don't have to change anything. (laughs) All right. Savannah, thanks. So good to talk to you. You too. Thanks, Eric. You've been listening to Red River Valley Today, a public service of East Texas Broadcasting. If you have suggestions for a guest, email eric at easttexasradio.com. That's eric at easttexasradio.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week, right here on Red River Valley Today. This podcast is a production of East Texas Broadcasting. Find more at EastTexasRadio.com.